listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. All right, some evidence here that mail is still moving slowly. I think we all... I. I don't think there are many people who didn't have problems with mail over the Christmas season. You know, yeah, getting, getting I mean, things there yeah. on time. And What's interesting is if you ordered something, and this is a true story, if you ordered something using DHL, which is usually only used in other countries now, it's, not, it's, it's more of a European, European um, shipping service. Mm-hmm. If you ordered something from Pakistan, let's say Pakistan, on Monday of last week, you would have got it by Friday. Like literally it could come from halfway around the world in five days. If you'd ordered something or you shipped something from New York City to Phoenix in November, you still may not have gotten it. <laughs> right. And I, well, here's that, a great, that's true. Here's a great example. All right. I got I got a high school buddy who now lives in uh, Holly Creek, North Carolina, I believe it is. And okay, then. sent me a picture yesterday of a package he had just received in the mail yesterday, January 11th. It was a two-day priority mail package that the person sent. It cost them almost $10 to ship it. The label on it said origin date, which is basically the day that the whole process starts. Take a guess as to when it was. Uh, it got it yesterday? He got it yesterday. It was two-day priority mail. Two-day priority mail, origin date. Um, <laughs> I don't know, just... I mean, December 20th? December 21st. Was it really? <laughs> so I, I gave it a week, you know, for Christmas and then the New Year's. Yeah. Add wow. It, up. it took two and a half weeks. Add it up. No, no. Add it up. You've got December 21st, so there's 10 more days left in December to the 31st, and then 11 days in uh, January. Days. That's 21 weeks. days. That three is weeks. three weeks right there. For a two-day priority, huh? That, that brings you the new slogan, we will get your two-day priority mail there in three weeks or less, or the next one's on us. Yeah. Remember, remember, when, remember when you could get your pizza for 30 minutes or less, or, or it was free, and they decided, no, that's not going to work because they were giving away too much free pizza? Yeah. I bet you the two, there's no guarantee on two-day priority mail anymore, is there? I don't know if there is or not. And you know what? I, I'm not busting on the, the people who work at the United States Postal Service. No, because the last been, thing you want to do is get a disgruntled postal worker on but, your case. But you know what? They've been disabled. They've, they've yeah. been, you know, it's, it's like having a baseball team and saying, you know what? We can't have a shortstop right fielder or first baseman anymore. Now get out there and win us the pennant, <laughs> damn it. That's yeah, what's happened. It's, yeah, it's look, budget cuts and and constrictions have been have been a pain for everybody and look, uh, all things have slowed down. I mean, with 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 the pandemic and all that stuff, all things have slowed down. I you never blame, I can't blame the people that do it, that do the no. job if they're if they take away their It's like driving a car with three wheels. It's it's going it to take a little longer. It's going to take a little longer. Hello, everyone. This is Maria, and it's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service, and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. We've got Brad from Scottsdale checking in with us, and he is trying to win a DVD copy of the movie Roadkill. Brad, what you have to do is translate the Spanish phrase we give you. We'll give you three English choices. Can you handle this, man? You got that right. All right, Brad, here comes your Spanish phrase. En caso de duda, murmura. Did you hear that? How about one more time? Sure. En caso de duda, murmura. All right, Brad, does that translate into A, I have a stepladder because my real ladder left when I was a kid? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> 
B, next time you get a spam call, answer and just say it's done, but there's blood everywhere, and then hang up. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> or C, Brad, when in doubt, mumble. Which one is it? <laughs> C. Yes, it is C, thankfully. See, but Brad, which was your favorite choice? The second one. Yeah, it <laughs> certainly on, is. I hope I can help everybody listening this morning Come with that on, little man. piece of advice. Feel free to use it in your daily life. <laughs> Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Come on, man. So I got a guy in my neighborhood who's got his lights up still. Uh, um, yeah, okay. Uh, how about you, you, you got a guy I got at in least your one. There's at yeah. least one in my yeah. neighborhood that still has his lights up. There's one that I know last year left his lights up. And, 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 you know, to be fair, his front yard is extravagantly lit. I mean, he he did a he does an amazing job every year. But last year, I remember walking late February, early March around the block with the dog and still seeing lights, you know, strewn about his front yard. Yeah. He's not one of those guys that leaves them up all year. But he's certainly leaving them up through the first quarter. I'm not sure if he's getting a, <laughs> some sort of a power refund for how much SRP he's using. Maybe he's, yeah. he's powering the neighborhood. I don't know how it's going, but he leaves them up a little bit too long. Yeah, we got the stuff down outside like shortly after the first. And then this past weekend was everything inside. You know, led to, led to a big fight because I was doing it wrong. But that's of not course, yes. Now. Well, you know, yeah. how are you? How should you know? What was okay? You mentioned earlier, Little Christmas is when some people leave, and and I is that it's a it's an is Orthodox that like Russian holiday. Christmas or something. It's or? either Russian or Greek or Catholic Orthodox. There's a you know the twelve days of Christmas. There's a well, wait, you know what? there's another one after like after the first of the year. There's another Christmas that's important. You know what? Hang on, we got somebody to explain Little Christmas. Okay, to us. cool. That'd Go be ahead. great. Go ahead. It's Epiphany. It's the day the three kings showed up. They right. celebrate it in the Catholic Church, the uh, Orthodox Catholic Church. There you go. The uh, Armenian Church, all of those. And what day? Of the, what um, day is that? What's the date? It's the twelfth day of Christmas. Uh, uh, Jan- January sixth. Okay. January yeah, that's, 6th. yeah, yeah, yeah. L- little Christmas. Little Christmas, or 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 yeah, I think Little Christmas is what I've heard it colloquially referred to as. Okay, I know Little Dealer, Little Prices, but I didn't yeah. know Little Christmas. Yeah. I, I know Little Stephen. <laughs> and I thought Epiphany, uh, I thought that was a dancer at Christie's Cabaret. Yes, yes. But I've actually heard, I heard a, uh, a music commercial for a record store, not a record store, but a guitar shop in New Orleans that referred to Epiphany Guitars, <laughs> which, I thought was, which I thought was funny. That's Epiphone. Epiphone. <laughs> okay, hey, good morning. You, when did your lights come down and stuff? Oh, not much. Hey, you talk about the, taking out all that Christmas stuff. This is, a, this is a true story. My dad... We have Christmas, a family Christmas, Christmas Eve. That was where we had all our present opening and all that good stuff. Yeah, not uncommon. Well, when you got, right, by the time you got up, Christmas Day, he had the lights down outside. <laughs> and we always had a real, real tree. And he took the lights off the tree. Everything was up in the attic. And that tree was in the front yard. Christmas Day morning. Yeah, it's like it's like midnight on Ash Wednesday in New Orleans. Mardi Gras is over. Everyone out. That's a that's a that's bit. It. That's a that's a fast moving man there. That's a bit much though. Don't, I mean, what, well, now, what he's you, not wasting any time. Time what, is not named for wasting. Yeah. What now? What do you do now with your family? Well, it's one of them deals. You like to say it's compromised. You know, you got I got a 16 year old daughter and my wife. You know, so. It's usually the day after New Year's Day. Yeah, that, again, yeah. that sounds about right. Anytime yeah. after New Year's, but I usually say, you know, after the 12th day of Christmas, which we know is the epiphany, uh, that weekend after that is when you do it. Yeah. 
that's it. All right, that's uh, that that's a right. fast mover right there. I, I mean, I like to get those lights down and move on, but I do like to take Christmas Day and relax. Yeah, I would a say bit. Christmas Day. That's like that's like the wow. retail the retail stores are like we're open at noon on Christmas Day. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed the time with your family, but you got to be in by noon. Uh, you know, quickly, Guido. When, when did your parents, when you were growing up, take the yeah. uh, take the, all the lights and the decorations outside down? Uh, probably early April. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's usually really? that's time when you do the planting, right? The spring <laughs> planting. You can just take the, well, the, the the dry tree and just sweep it out the front door. Yeah, whenever there's no more branches on the tree, it's easy <laughs> to fit through the door. Yep, much easier to fit through the door, and then you can just spread it like mulch on the front yard. Spring cleaning, yeah, as they call it. Yeah, spring cleaning. Yep. Get rid of the tree. Yeah, well done. And, and right, you know, what? eco-friendly as well. Right. Good for you. It Being is, green. Uh, yeah. All right, so uh, thanks for the, the phone calls and emails and stuff for, on, on the Christmas decorations. Truth is, here on the Mark and Neanderthal show, we've been trying to talk about pretty much anything except what happened last Wednesday and the fallout and the repercussions. and Because we try to stay apolitical. Like, we don't, I just, don't really care about the politics and, and stuff like that. But There's nothing fun there. No. It's just such a drag, the whole no, thing. No, you know, that's not, I don't think that's what you come to the show for. But we did find something that is sort of amusing, uh, and that is that now that there have been arrests made, um, there comes the process of defending the people who are involved in the Capitol riots in Washington, D.C. And imagine you are a young, enterprising, up-and-coming lawyer, and your law firm hands you a dossier, and you open the dossier, and you find out that you have to defend uh, one of the Capitol rioters. Who's who's on video, uh, you know, any number of different videos from many angles. Right. Doing things that they shouldn't have been doing, including right. the guy who walked through the Capitol Rotunda with the lectern, the rostrum if you will. Wow, look the, at you getting all official. Yeah. There's many names for this item. Um, it's the, the House Speaker's podium is yeah. essentially what it is. Yeah, it's been used by many through through history, and he took it out. Now, how do you defend that? There are pictures and video of the guy taking it out. Well, uh, we did have a, a listener, a marketing Interpol listener named Chris say, well, here's how you defend that. You say it's the people's house, and all in it belong to the people, and my client, being a taxpaying American citizen has every right to use that lectern. If it's not being used at the time, it's his turn. Yeah. Yeah, the library. It's, it's, it's like a library, yeah. Library is paid for with taxpayer <laughs> funds, too, but there are hours when you can enter and not enter. So, so the lawyers. The silliest argument ever, but. The lawyers are now making their rounds on the, the local media outlets and trying to answer questions during press conferences. Well, they were in front of a courthouse yeah. yesterday, two lawyers and the defendant standing behind them, and they were just kind of explaining their situation. In the middle, you will hear somebody question them, say, doesn't this put you in kind of a bad position? Part of what you have to, you know, factor into is again, you just have to drill down on what actually happened. You have a photograph of our client, you know, in, in a building, um, you know, unauthorized to be there with, uh, you know, what appears to be a podium or a lectern. I'm not exactly sure which one it is called, uh, but, but that's what we have. Obviously, that presents problems for you as a defense attorney in that you have your client in the building at the time of the uh, break-in. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know the, you know, how to else explain that, but yeah, that's that's <laughs> that would be a problem. I'm not a magician, and neither is Mr. Bigney. So. Yeah, we've got a photograph of our client who would appear to be inside the federal building or inside the Capitol with, with uh, government property. So guilty is what you're saying. You're just going to plead guilty and just hope that, Your Honor, uh, we got nothing. Yeah, when your <laughs> lawyer tells you, I'm not a magician, yep. you're in trouble. Yeah. 
That doesn't yeah, sit well you, for your case. I, and I love it. I mean, they're still using lawyers speak, too. Uh, we have a, a, a photo of our client with what appears to be a lectern, uh, it, what appears to be inside the Capitol building, uh, where he's not authorized to be. I mean, essentially, that piece of audio right there is all the prosecution needs to do. Your Honor, right. uh, the, the people present uh, <laughs> uh, uh, subject A. Here you go. This I is need- item, item number one on our list of reasons why these guys should be guilty. Yeah. Podium, lectern, rostrum, whichever you choose. It's government property, yeah. and you can't just take it anytime you feel like it. Yeah. I need one of those. Yeah, I would love I need one, one of those. those for the home. My yes. wife would listen to me more if I, I had one I, of those. I doubt it. You know, it's a democracy, and no, you'd be outvoted one to one. No, standing behind that sucker, you got some authority. I don't think so. It is not easy to be stupid at the level that we have to present every afternoon or morning. It happens in the afternoon. We recycle it in the morning. It's called the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. You know, the thing is, it actually happens 24-7. Yeah, That's usually. why there's never any shortage. No. At 745, it is time for today's two-for-Tuesday edition of the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. It includes this one from Indian County, Florida, where in late December, a 28-year-old man was so tired and so drunk... He fell sound asleep. Well, that does happen. He was sleeping so soundly, he began snoring very loudly. Again, deep sleeps won't bring those. And that made people call police because he was behind the wheel while this was all happening. Uh Uh-oh. Luckily, he was not in motion while he was sleeping and snoring, but he was holding up the McDonald's drive-thru line. You know, that's a very common thing, sleeping and drive-thru. You know what would would alleviate that situation? Maybe a little more efficient in the drive-thru. Oh, is that that the problem? Maybe the drive-thru took too long maybe that's that's the problem i thought it was the guy driving drunk oh was that what was going on (laughs) so cops came to investigate they found the man could not pass a field sobriety test because of all he had consumed at the bonfire he had been at oh of course sure (laughs) was also driving with a suspended license so they got a little bonus there okay then and our second story comes from england where our dumbass was out with a buddy one recent saturday night and while they were out doing some stuff, this guy sat down and butt-dialed somebody without knowing it. We've uh, all done it here and there. Yeah, sure. Uh, the guy had actually dialed 999, which is the British equivalent of 911 here. It's also what Germans say when they say, is this your pornography? <laughs> so that's what happened. And, of course, the call was picked up. All those you know emergency calls get picked up. Sure, as well they should. And the connection on this one, you know, this guy should thank his cellular plan. The connection was so good. Oh, no kidding. That police dispatchers could tell exactly what was going on on the other end where this guy butt dialed. Well, that's very good. If yeah. it's an emergency, they want to be able to geolocate this guy very quickly so they can help him out. Well, it was only an emergency for the person whose business was being robbed at this point in time. Oh. That's what was going on Uh-oh. during this butt dial. Police were able to easily track the call, which lasted long enough for a unit to respond. And those back at the station were able to enjoy listening to an arrest taking place. Oh, which is nice. fun stuff. In crystal clear quality. Absolutely. Wonderful connection. So we will make all these folks Mark and Neanderthal dumbasses of the day. Hey, I think those are two beautiful stories you just told. And the Dumbass of the Day is sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com. Uh, it was footage from, I guess, yesterday of President-elect Biden getting his second shot of the vaccine. Is it just me or does it seem like 
that arm doesn't have more than one or two shots <laughs> capability. Of, you know, it can't take more than that. Yeah, he's, there's a brittleness factor there. He looks that, a little bit like the alien. His arms look a little bit like the alien in Close Encounters. E.T.'s e. hand. Yeah. I mean, not for nothing, but... All right, it's 805. Well, Speaking, it's not, you know, I mean, Schwarzenegger did, did put out a video. At least that guy's at least got some meat on his bones. Yeah. You know? Love the thing about the sword. That yeah. was such a, I mean, it's great to see Conan's sword. I like. Anyway, I, I wonder if the prop master at uh, at uh, Universal Studios or wherever they shot that movie is like, hey, oh, no, hey, how about you return that sword, buddy? He's got to get back, get that back by 5 o'clock today. Got to bring the sword back quick. Corona, coronavirus, worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. All right, well, uh, coronavirus is still a thing, and because it's still a thing, we're going to continue to keep you updated on what's going on so that you're healthy as possible, and we're going to try and balance it with a little bit of joking because we want you to be as humorous as possible as well. So it's time for the Mark and Yander Paul coronavirus update with, with jokes. Several gorillas at the San Diego Zoo have tested positive for COVID-19. They were, they were seen coughing. And, of course, they didn't cover their mouths. They're, they're yeah, so, so disgusting. Rude. It's, so it's rude. like they're animals. Here's the thing. Uh, is the plural of gorillas gorillas or gorilla? gorilla several gorilla. Gorillas. It seems no, like it should be several gorilla gorillas. One gorilla is a gorilla and, and several gorillas. Yeah, it just more seems. More than one gorilla is gorillas. But don't you think it would sound good if it several gorilla did this? Kind of like several deer. Maybe. You know what I mean? It just has a feel to it. I just know it's Gorilla in Spanish. Yes, it is. Um, and he was one half of the World Tag Team Champions. <laughs> that is a throwback joke right there. You're welcome. All right, then. Um, yeah, so now we know that primates can get it from humans. They said, you know, it was from the breathing of one of the one of the caretakers of those gorillas. We don't, right. know, if, we don't know if it can go back the other way. Hopefully it can't. Yeah, that'd be bad. So a very romantic and loving wife sent her husband a beautiful text that read, My darling, if you are sleeping, send me your dreams. If you are laughing, send me your smile. If you are eating, send me a nibble. If you are drinking, send me a sip. If you are crying, send me your tears. I want to share everything with you because I love you. Wow. The husband saw that and he texted back, I'm on the toilet. Please advise. <laughs> and so, organizers of the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games, you know, you keep using that word, 2020 is over. Mm-hmm. The delayed 2020 games, they can't do all the printing and stuff like that. I mean, they've right. already got the numbers printed. They're talking about still holding the Olympics. They're scheduled to kick off, I, I guess, on the 23rd. Is it March 23rd? I could be wrong. I'm not exactly sure I'm about not sure, that. But yeah, but the, the summer games have been delayed, and they're not going to start until a little bit later on this year. They are being advised to potentially delay the game. So far, the organizers say the Olympic Games will go on as scheduled. Oh, boy. Super spreader event, anyone? In better news, if you go into restaurants in Cleveland, Ohio this week, you can order the Pittsburgh Steeler as a dessert option. Really? What is that? Eh, it's half a dozen turnovers. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> All right. So Maricopa County 
is having all sorts of problems with their servers at their website, and it's making it difficult for people who are eligible to sign up for their COVID vaccine. And you are now eligible, by the way, if you are in Group 1B. You can go and sign up for your... Uh, How do you know what your, group you're in? Uh, there's places you can check it out. Go to the Maricopa County Health Department website. Right. I believe I'm in uh, I'm in 4H. <laughs> going to be a little while for me before I get a, a It's funny, my, I, I got a, a text from a friend that said, Hey, you guys are frontline workers. Don't you guys get bumped to the front <laughs> of the line? I'm like, are you out of your mind? I mean, if we don't deserve it, uh, who, who does? does? Yeah, I really feel like I'm on the front line, yeah. in the front line, yeah. uh, in this air-conditioned, yeah. climate-controlled 74 studio. 74-degree climate-controlled studio. How dangerous it gets Beautiful here. view of Camelback Mountain. The struggle is real. So a man is in a bar, and he meets a very attractive woman. He tells her, you know, uh, I'm a lawyer. And the woman says, honest? He goes, no, 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 the regular kind. <laughs> And that is your Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with jokes. Uh, nice enough. What, did you barbecue yesterday? You said you were going to... You know, I, I didn't because I didn't make it to the store, but I, I saw the weather report says hey, we're going to be touching 80 maybe by the end of the week. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to take some All pictures. Right. I'm going to send it off to my buddies up in uh, up in New England who are dealing with free, sub-freezing <laughs> weather right now. Just just, just, to let, just to rub it in a little bit. As I they might say, even, yeah. I might even, and I know this is going to... It sounds goofy when I say it. I might even put my feet in the pool and just take a picture. Yeah. Just for the hell of yeah. it. As they you say, know, for the, like 30 seconds. The nicest part of winter is watching it from Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I might just do that by that. But yeah, I, I, I would love to. Uh, I did smell somebody had, I don't know if they were barbecuing, but I could smell like wood chips burning. I don't know if they were burning in their backyard Maybe or something. A fireplace. Like that. Yeah, but, but even, the, even that, the smell, they were like hickory smoked wood chips and stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, if they throw some steaks on that, that's going to smell good. Yeah. Well, is it, I mean, is it just me or. Does it always smell better when it's coming from somebody else's house? Yeah. Like when you can't yeah. see it? Yeah. You're like, oh. Yeah. How many times have you walked out in your backyard and been like, oh, my God, somebody's barbecuing? Yeah. You don't know exactly where. Yeah. It's a few houses away, most likely, but it always smells a little bit better than what you're doing right in front of you. Yeah. I, I, you like know, if you throw a steak on, it's going to start smelling good, but I think the distance makes it nicer. That the smell. Uh, maybe it's like Pavlovian. Like when once you smell it, you're like, oh, I want to do it. Whereas you've already made the decision if you're cooking in your, in maybe. your own, you know what I mean? You're already in the mindset because yeah. you got the, the piece of meat in yeah. front of you. Yeah, you know so. what's going to happen other than, you know, as opposed to being surprised by it. Or maybe because when you smell it from your neighbors, it's like a passive aroma. You know, you're, you're, you're just sort of experiencing versus you've already made the commitment to preparation. And so the smell is incidental and you don't really think about it. You've, you've sort of you're, you're into it, so you don't smell it. Yes, you've kind of like people that weaned into it. For example, uh, like people that like the smell of gasoline, you know, don't they, they tend to be people that show up at like you know the gas pump and they smell it once in a while. People that work as auto mechanics don't smell it. They don't they don't, right. they don't have that smell because they're they're surrounded by it so often. Am, am I right? Does the does it always smell better at somebody else's house when you can't even see it? <laughs> I always cuss them out. Oh. Didn't invite me. Nice. <laughs> where, the, where the hell is my steak at? <laughs> yeah, it does. 
You know what I'm saying. Always smells better than yeah. your own. <laughs> yeah, a little, little passive aggressive <laughs> there, though, sir. It always saying. smells better than your own. Would you love to do that? Just go over to the wall, put your head on the Hey, did you put one on for me? Did you bring it, enough for everyone? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's like if it's two or three houses away, that's when you're in the sweet spot for getting yeah. the neighbor's the, the neighbor's magnificent aroma. I think, and 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 you know, just me. If I were somebody that owned like like Joe's Barbecue in uh, in Gilbert, right? You know, you get one of those trucks, like an ice cream truck, with some barbecue in it, and you just drive through the neighborhoods. You don't actually serve anything off the truck. You just drive through the neighborhoods, or you got like one of those smokers. You just drive through the neighborhood after you shut the smoker down and just let it waft through the neighborhood. If you've owned a barbecue restaurant nearby, just to see what happens. Called I bet suggestive you, selling. I bet you, there's a Pavlovian response there. Mm-hmm. People start to salivate a little bit. Next thing you know, takeout, DoorDash. Very possible. I'm in. Of course, you could sell it off the truck and get the money right away. Well, you could, but what fun is there in that? Then you have to stop. And... This has been sitting around for a while, but I finally just got a chance to sit in and, and just read it for a few minutes. Uh, from Motley Crue, Tommy Lee, the very uh, well-known drummer. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's got a new endorsement. He just hooked up with the company Latin Percussion, and okay. he now has... A cowbell endorsement. He's endorsing huh. endorsing their cowbell. Huh. <laughs> yes. All right. I, I, I guess. Is I, he known I mean, for his cowbell playing? I don't know that he's known for his cowbell playing. I mean, you there know, are there are examples of his I mean, here's the most prominent example okay. of his cowbell playing. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he's like, I, uh, I composed that part that, of the song. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's what he's known for. I mean, I don't don't know that that's, I don't know that those three smacks of a cowbell are enough to get you the virtuoso title. You know who? Virtuoso cowbell player. You know who deserves that endorsement more than him? How about the guy from Mountain, Corky Lang? Okay. Slower, steadier. And several more beats, by the way. I mean, if you're doing this based on merit, based on how many times you use it. Yeah. That dude's working the cowbell. Man. Yeah, I mean, I, that guy absolutely does a little bit more cowbell. You know what? It's funny you mentioned that, that Corky Lang one, because that song sounds suspiciously like this cowbell. <laughs> I believe there's some plagiarism going on there. <laughs> somebody, so. somebody might have to... Somebody might have they, to get into that. Of course, they're all influenced by the original cowbell guy from back in the 60s. We're talking about... Oh, Charlie Watts. Yeah, Charlie Watts. Stones. I mean, that's style right there. That's some kick-ass cowbell That's cowbell right swagger is what that is. It is. Yeah, you're looking for... It is. He's keeping up the cowbell right there. Yeah, I mean, it's grooving. There's a groove in that cowbell. He's still grooving on that one there, so... You know, you know why they didn't use the guy from Loverboy? Why? Is because they got in touch with him and they found out his name is actually just the guy from Loverboy. Yes, exactly. And they were like, yeah. that's, no that's name too nondescript. Yeah, I would think so. At least Tommy Lee. <laughs> you know, I, I guess the sound of Tommy Lee's cowbell is probably a little bit deeper than others because he's hitting it with his junk. So, <laughs> very good. You know, here's another cowbell that I'm, I'm guessing it's probably the endorsement option was a little bit limited based upon mono arm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. Ow. But there's another, another cowbell. Again, I mean, the guy can do that with one arm. It's pretty, pretty ridiculous. It's worthy, yeah. yeah. I mean, when it's all said and done, Crazy. does Tommy Lee really deserve a cowbell endorsement? He's got three cowbell hits in that one song. <laughs> there are several different percussionists that have done far more work in the field hey. that are probably more deserving of the title virtuoso and thus the endorsement. You know what? 
It's good work if you can get it, and Tommy Lee knows that. So he wasn't able to tour all year. So what the hell? He's got to make money somewhere, right? Good for him, I guess. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 